Look at verse 25-26 of Proverbs chapter 3. Be not afraid of sudden fear, neither of the desolation of the wicked when it cometh. For the Lord shall be thy confidence and shall keep thy foot from being taken. The Lord is the word. The word given us from God by his spirit is the answer to the situation. And it keeps us from being taken in the wiles of the devil or the plans of men which would hurt us or the circumstances of this life. It is always by the word that we are helped. So, Proverbs 3 says, Be not afraid of sudden fear, neither of the desolation of the wicked when it cometh, for the Lord, the word, shall be thy confidence, and shall keep thy foot from being taken. Jesus says in John 10.10, The thief cometh not but for to steal, and to kill, and to destroy. The thief being the devil and our own flesh, and sometimes they work together to steal from us, to kill us, and to destroy us. But Jesus says, I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. Jesus the Word is life and abundance and the way to go in the crises of this present life. The word comes to our mind by the Holy Spirit who dwells in us. The Holy Spirit knows the heart of God. That's uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 2. The Holy Spirit searches the heart of God on our behalf. So he can bring to us the will of God in the issue that's at hand. Fear strikes. Each of us have these fears. They strike, they steal, they kill, they destroy. We cry out to God for help. God uses the Holy Spirit who is in us to bring to our mind scriptures or concepts to fight that fear and to give us faith in God. And also, God uses the Holy Spirit to show us what to do to handle the situation where there is fear. And the Holy Spirit even shows us things to come. I'm quoting John chapter 14, verse 26, and John chapter 16, verse 13, on the workings of the Holy Spirit. Therefore, we have the mighty Spirit of God inside us to guide us in each issue of this present life. We have a power in us that the world does not have. Now here are two examples. Most of us have had things like this occur. I went out one day to get in my car to go someplace, turned the ignition key. There was no response at all. The car battery was dead. It was approximately 4.45 in the afternoon. How am I going to get help that late? I cried out to God, what should I do? Immediately, I was reminded of my mechanic who was keeping the car going. I went into the kitchen very quickly and called and reached him just before he, he closed his shop. 
He said, well, Joan, I'll be over and on the way home. I'll just stop by your house and put a new battery in your car. By 5.30 or so, the car was running again. But it was the Holy Spirit that prompted me to call the mechanic and to do it quickly. That's one of the examples of being helped in a point when we are afraid. It was a Friday afternoon. And I might not have been able to get help for the rest of the weekend to get the car started. Another example of being helped. A woman I went to high school with sent me a birthday card. She always sends a birthday card every year. And in her card, she put a note telling things she was going to be doing with her husband over the holidays and with her grandson and with her daughter. I don't have a husband a grandson, or a daughter. I was alone. I had no plans for the holiday. Instantly, the Holy Spirit said to me, you are dead and your life is hid with Christ. That thought came up into my mind. And I responded, that's right, excitedly. Otherwise, I might have been a little bit pulled down by her note. Sometimes the Holy Spirit helps us even before we know we need help. Even when the situation is occurring, the answer is right there in our minds. Now the Holy Spirit was quoting to me Colossians chapter 3. If ye then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ sitteth on the right hand of God. Set your affection on things above, not on things on the earth. For ye are dead, and your life is hid with Christ in God. When Christ, who is our life, shall appear, then shall ye also appear with him in glory. If you had been looking at me at that point of time, it looked like I had no life. I had no husband. I had no children. I had no grandchildren. I was alone. I really had no life as most people think of life. And yet I did have a life, but it was hidden. It was hidden in Christ. And when he appears, then shall ye also appear with him in glory. So many times I have had people say, I wish I knew what this current, this next scripture means. I wish I knew what Ephesians chapter 3 means. Now unto him that is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think, according to the power that worketh in us. What is that power? Well, it's the power of the Holy Spirit. God is able to do for us things that we don't even dream of. For example, in 2020, I was um, thinking about a problem that I had in my life. By that time, I had moved to Colorado Springs and lived with a member of the body of Christ, Pam Paget. Pam has a 17-year-old car, and the seats of the car have been split a little bit because she at first let the dogs up there in the front seats, and uh, their toenails split the seat. And I have a 25-year-old car, and the seats were very uncomfortable. 
padding had sunk and it needed to be replaced. The seats did. I was sitting there thinking about replacing the seats in those cars so that I could ride more comfortably. I've had uh, so many broken bones in my body from falls. I have broken a left hip twice. I had a, had, to, had to put a metal rod in my left thigh leading down to my knee. Both wrists have been broken. It's very, very hard for me to ride in a car. So I was sitting there thinking about reupholstering the seats of the car when the following came to my mind. Or you could just buy a new car. And I thought, well, that's right. I could buy a new car. I had sold the house in Texas and had several thousand dollars just sitting in a money market account. And I could easily buy a new car and have plenty of money left over. And even that night, I had a dream that I bought a new car. I told Pam Paget we went out immediately and we looked for a new car and bought one. We bought an SUV so the dogs could ride in it. That was the Holy Spirit. See, he does for us more than we do for ourselves. All I was going to do was have the seats upholstered on the two old cars. But he does exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or even think. But he does it by the power of the Holy Spirit that's in us who calls it to our mind. So Ephesians 3, Now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that worketh in us. So we pay attention when a thought comes to our mind and evaluate it. How do we evaluate it? Mainly is it easy to be entreated. Do I have enough money to pay for this object? Which I did. A year ago, I did not. But the house sold, the house in Texas where I've moved from, we closed on it May 15th, 2020. And this came to me after that. This was like a month or two after the house closing. So I had plenty of cash to do this. If I had not had the money, I would not have done it. I just don't go in debt. God showed me not to go in debt back in 1975 when I was born again, and I don't go in debt for things. If I don't have the money and money left over after buying the thing, I'm just not going to do it. So these are some of the ways that God helps us at the moment that the fear strikes or the possibility of being a little depressed strikes. He helps us through the Holy Spirit, and he calls to our mind things and gives us things that we didn't even plan for ourselves. He does exceedingly abundantly above all that we can ask or think.